You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me today is Greg Miller. Scoop! Mitch Dyer is here. Scoop! And Andrew Goldfarb Scoop. is also here. Is this correct? Is today, August 6, 2012, the first time anyone from Microsoft ever acknowledged publicly that there is a, next, a new Xbox coming? It is. And it's funny, I was, I was talking about this on Friday about how I thought it was weird that this hadn't happened yet. Yeah, but, yeah. We did well, talk you're about a little it. Nostradamus. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this so, is the first time. What has happened is uh, a Microsoft employee, his name is Brian Hall. He's a uh, general manager of Windows Live. He was doing an interview where he's talking about the new Outlook.com, and he's talking about uh, the, their upcoming devices that will be using Windows 8, yes? And he's dropping names like uh, new version of Office, new Windows Phone, and the new Xbox. He's dropping names <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Look at me, I'm a star. <laughs> Yeah, I um, you say he's the general manager of Windows Live. We'll I say for that. How long? I say that. <laughs> we'll see how, how long that lasts. Really? You think? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I was surprised this happened. I, I, I did thought he this would eventually Did he backpedal as soon as he said no, it? No, they just didn't I mean, no. He runs out of the room. The interview didn't even like. He well, didn't that follow was what up. Surprised yeah, me yeah. exactly. I was surprised no one followed up. But yeah, yeah, he just said it and then they moved on. So I don't know. And we reached out to Microsoft for comment. They wouldn't say anything. I mean, they, they shocking. He's never us. heard of this yeah. man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've disappeared him already. They knew a guy. They disappeared him. <laughs> Isn't that what it's called? I like it. Yeah. If yeah, it isn't, that works. I like it. Fine. So obviously, you know, not a big secret. We know the Xbox 720. We've seen the, the development kit. Yeah, yeah. We've seen the development kit. Job listing. We know that it's codenamed Drango, but that's really interesting. This is the first time. Microsoft has ever publicly acknowledged that they're making new Xbox, and it is sort of off the cuff, sort of like what we were talking about <laughs> yeah. on the show last week. Yeah. The worst kept secret outside of all of Sony's secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so why isn't, why isn't Sony talking about the PlayStation 4? 
They're nice. waiting until they have a final name for it and a final design for it, and then they're going to let somebody leak that. Well, we don't and think Orbis is going to stick. Yeah, you know, I do not think you're going to see <laughs> really Orbis out there. That would be amazing. <laughs> I think you just need to get some interviews going and see if they'll just... just slip them up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know how when a new system launches, they'll try and, like, you know, like Super Mario 64 for N64. If it was called Orbis, how could they tie in, like, God of Orbis? God of Orbis. God of Orbis. Love it. Okay, there's a screenshot that was posted in uh, Ubisoft forums that could be a new Prince of Persia game. <gasps> so hold on to your hats. <laughs> this, this is an exciting announcement. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever see this franchise again. <laughs> this is the screenshot. Let's take a look at it here. Uh, now we. What's going on? This was just posted in a, an official Ubisoft forum. Someone's like, oh, it's a screenshot of the new, a reboot of Prince of Persia. Yeah, and it was just yeah. some guy. Like, if you go to his forum history, he's been on that forum for years, just posting, like, normal forum things. Hey, guys, I'm yeah. on the internet. And all of a sudden, he's just teasing throughout the day that, oh, we're going to see a leak on Monday. Just kidding. Here it is. And he just posts this screenshot of what looks like Assassin's Creed Egypt. Yeah. 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 And the dude looks like a, like a big buff. Kratos like a big dumb guy. Kratos guy. Not yeah. a fan. This, Not a yeah, fan the screenshot, this guy there was a, there was, there's a caption on it, right? Like actually on the yep. screen. And yes. it's like yeah. POP zero. Zero two. two. Yeah. Prince yeah. of Persia zero two. It's running at a stunning 13 frames per second. Wow. Whoa. Dang. The future. Did, yeah. you, did you mention already? It, lo it looks very Assassin's Creed ish. Yeah. yeah. Just in terms of like, hey, there's a crowd there. And, you know, it's just it, you, all Ubisoft games are starting to have that look where they all just mm. kind of start to look and feel similar. And, it's not surprising if this if this leak is true. Yeah, it's probably on Anvil next. Probably uh, running that Assassin's Creed engine. They already rebooted Prince of Persia in two thousand eight. No, did and not. It go had people. Well. It had well, people it did, that liked it. Went it went critically well. Like Hillary Goldstein. Yeah, and they tried to reboot it again, and that's where the name Zero comes from. Uh, Prince of Persia Zero was supposed to be like a modern day reboot. Which is like those these images that came out before uh, E three. Yeah, supposedly. they're right. supposedly from a. Yeah, we don't trailer. we don't know if this is correct. Yeah, but yeah, this is supposed to be a more modern take on Prince of Persia. Sure, and visually those look kind of similar. Yeah, so I don't know. There's this screenshot exists. Uh, yep. But the Prince of Persia movie came out in 2010. Right. And yeah. there was a game to go along with that. Right. Yes. It kind of. It was. It was not officially it was the same linked. Title, right? Yeah. No, no, no. So the the game was uh, Forgo of Time. Forgotten Sands because yeah. it was a sequel to well, Sands of Time. Yeah. It wasn't actually connected to the movie, but like visually, it was the exact same thing, and it came out alongside it. So. Yeah, it was kind of the movie tie-in. It was back to traditional Prince of Persia mechanics. Yeah. None of this light seed BS. <laughs> Nolan North can't die. Get out of here. <laughs> and this character looks exactly uh, like Jake. Friend Jones. of the show, Kari Walgren. Yeah. yeah. The princess in that game. Uh, I don't know. It seems like Ubisoft doesn't know what to do with this franchise. Yeah. Yeah. It seems really indecisive, right? Because this is the second reboot, we've, third reboot since 08 that we've heard of. Yeah. That's crazy. What's the one on Xbox Live Arcade? Prince of Persia. Classic. Classic. And it was yeah. just a remake of the original. Yeah. That one's really good. That game was awesome. Is it on PSN too? Yep. Check that one and out. Speed run that thing in like an hour. Uh, Greg, there's a couple of collections coming uh, to that PlayStation 3 there. There are, finally. Is it got a work? Collection called yeah. God of War Saga. Because they've already put out the God of War collection. I know. <laughs> so they can't call it the God of War collection. It's got to be the God left. of War collection was just two PSP games, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then they, they did do, well, no, they did God of War collection, which, okay, so there was God of War collection, which was God of War 1 and 2. 
Then they did God of War Origins, which was the two PSP games. Okay. Now they're putting those together with God of War 3 in the God of War saga. So okay. it's all of them. It's every God yeah, of War. Now it's games. every God of War. That's game. pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, it's good, yeah. Yeah. Five games yeah. on one disc is good. For at least twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. All all the wording in this is kind of hazy. It's like start. All these games are starting at thirty bucks. It's like, well, are well, they, are they going yeah. up? Yeah. 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 And they don't they they don't say one disc. So it'll be interesting to see if there are. Because I got a War three. I remember almost filled up a Blu ray. Right. Wrong. So yep. I mean, what are we? How are we gonna shove all the stuff in there? Yeah. Get a hold of a giant sleeve of them. A good old box set. Remember those? Yeah. Get but some exclusive content though, right? There's some other jazz in there. Yeah, then exclusive bonus content, they don't say what the content is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're doing the same thing with Infamous. Infamous collection as well. Infamous 1 and 2 and... Festival of Blood. Festival of Blood. And then uh, some, I think there's extra, yeah, extra missions are on there mm -hmm. and additional character costumes. So all those GameStop uh, pre-orders you didn't get before. Additional weapon styles too. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are the, the weapon styles? The Gigawatt Blades. These are all pre-order okay. bonuses okay. that they mm -hmm. put out a long time ago. Okay. Man, the Festival the of thing Blood I so want to know, of course, is are there new trophy lists for all these? Yeah, that's is there just one giant trophy list, I jump back and play. I'll, I'll do this one or two again. Uh, did you just say you liked Festival? Yeah, of Festival Bub was so good. I oh, like wow. Festival Bub a lot. Yeah. The yeah. fastest selling PSN game of yeah. all time. You reviewed that. You gave that one a seven point five. Uh, Colin did. Colin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he he wasn't as impressed with it as I was. So that's like the Undead Nightmare thing where they added right. zombies yeah. to, or added vampires, yeah, vampires to vampires, a game yeah, yeah. that previously didn't have <laughs> monsters. <in> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and other supernatural yeah. stuff. It though. was you know it's one of those things that I think is interesting and I'd like to see more games do. Like I li I like add-on DLC that's yeah. telling a different story. And this was set yeah. in the universe and it made sense. You know, Zeke was there basically telling a Halloween story to a girl in a bar trying to pick her up. Mm -hmm. And so then you went and played through that. And like, I'm down with that. I'd love more stuff like that. Yeah. I'd love to get more content rather than have to wait the two years for the next sequel and go from there. It did something that DLC rarely does, too, where it's like, here's a bunch of new powers that are completely unrelated sure. to sure. everything that you know about this character. And mm -hmm. it's super fun. You bit people, Damon. Yeah. <laughs> Ate them alive. It's gross. Yeah. It was a good episode of True Blood last night. Yeah, I like that. I like that last one. Were there electricity powers in? How uh, much a little nudity? Bit. A little bit. Oh, yeah, actually. All right. Well, I haven't seen Newsroom though, or Breaking Bad. So don't ruin that for me. Both were great. Breaking Bad is very good. I yeah. figured it. Breaking Bad's awesome. Breaking Bad had a knife party in it. Really? Tonight, yeah. Yeah. I'm so behind. Uh, before we run to lunch, let's uh, answer this email from Dominar Rigel. It's a pretty epic name. Email him yeah. back and ask if we're pronouncing that right. He can read it <laughs> on his, his podcast. Okay. Dominar he says, I'm a long-time listener. You know, it's just one of these days we're going to have people saying, I'm a long-time viewer. Should we, uh, you, do you want to acknowledge that you've, this is something new, that we're doing this? Is well, I mean, people are watching it. I mean, they, they don't they know. They're watching going, wait a minute. <laughs> Something's <laughs> going on here. Something is different about this podcast. What if they're listening on a Friday and they didn't? They That's didn't true. Watch well, it. we explained it last week, but I mean, right, fine, you, you give the... They had their chance. What, who do you think we need to address? The long-time GameScoop fans or the new people watching the show? Doesn't matter, everybody. Okay. Game with rain cloud. You guys want to have fun. <laughs> Dominar asks, uh, will people be able to buy a digital copy of Halo 4 from the Xbox Marketplace at launch? No. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> Microsoft has never done day-and-date uh, digital retail releases. Gears of War 2, I think, was the closest they came, and even then it was like six months apart. Mm. Yeah, it blows my mind that like for all of the things Xbox Live gets right, that's the one thing they haven't gotten. Yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sony's been doing a bit of that on PSN, yeah. right? Yeah, well, on yeah. Vita, it, every Vita game. Yeah, 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 but nothing on Xbox. And even Nintendo now is starting with New Super Mario Bros. 2 this month. What's going on? Digital, like. We'll have to reach out to Brian Hall at Microsoft and ask if the yeah, next Xbox <laughs> is going to have day and date digital releases of all their big games. Not Brian, he talks about everything. I know.
Welcome back to GameScoop. I am joined by Justin Davis, Brian Altano, and of course, Andrew Goldfarb in the kids' chair. Over I'm there. back. Yep. <laughs> we already have an update on uh, our Microsoft story from yesterday, or, or 10 minutes ago, depending on how you're consuming this entertainment. Uh, of course, Microsoft referenced the new Xbox for the first time, Microsoft employee Brian Hall, general manager of Windows Live. Yep. Now, Microsoft is backtracking. This is correct, Andrew? Yeah. Backtracking as much as is possible to backtrack, yes. So we have a quote from uh, Microsoft. Microsoft responded to you. Mm -hmm. they, they provided you this quote. <clears throat> I'll read it here. The comments to The Verge were not understood in their intended context. When Brian mentioned a new wave of products, he was referring to the full lineup of, pro of products coming later this year from Microsoft, including Windows 8, Office, Windows Phone, and of course, our fall Xbox update, which will bring a host of new consumer experiences like Xbox, Xbox Music, video games, and Windows 8 and Xbox Smart Glass. Also, the next Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I mean, <laughs> this is the worst way I think they could have handled it because it's like all they had to do was just not comment or just say, yeah, there's a new Xbox, but we're not going to say anything about it yet. We'll announce it in the future. Something, some like vague comment. But by doing it this way, it makes them seem so backwards and like it's hard to trust them when they well, say stuff like that. Just, like, this really makes me laugh. I mean, I guess it, Brian Hall, is that his name? Yeah, um, yeah he was the original. So yeah. I guess maybe Brian Hall could have misspoke. Okay, fair enough. He meant to say the Xbox update. He said the next Xbox. But he blatantly said the next Xbox. Well, he said the new Xbox. The new Xbox. The new Xbox was his exact quote. And then they're like, no, we have Office products and we yeah. have Windows Phone. And it's like, what are you, what are you talking no, about? No, we're not working on a sequel to something that made billions of dollars. <laughs> no, yeah. no. No. Yeah, James Cameron's hanging up all the, the cat suits from Avatar 2. We're just going to put those in the rafters. So I don't Our, think they that won't make any money. We're not going to do that again. I don't, I don't know if you know how Avatar was made. <laughs> I don't the think there's suits. too many cat suits. It was made using the technology that's going to be powering the next Xbox in stores next fall. Are, are, Confirmed. Do consoles come out in sequels? You said a sequel to the Super My Nintendo. My doesn't process things normally. The Super Nintendo was the Nintendo Entertainment System 2? Yeah. Well, yeah. Sony consoles do. PlayStation 2, That's true, PlayStation actually. 3, That's PlayStation sequels, yeah. too. So now I would actually I want to see a prequel to the Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Xbox yeah. Zero. <laughs> now with worse graphics. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Just like an 8 bit system. Yeah. And they could get a Blue bunch of. They could get a bunch of like devolutions of games, like the uh, the Team Fortress 2D. Did you guys ever see that? I didn't, but that sounds so, great. Someone D made, like D makes or Let's cut thing. to B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, uh... B-roll! <laughs> Is that what you see? Just gonna shout sure. every time. Every single time. <laughs> <laughs> How many times will you do that before it gets old? Uh, uh, probably no more. It's okay. probably no, always just old. got old. Yeah. Okay. Probably done. Um... What, no, I'm sorry, what were you saying? It's a really popular thing in the indie community to demake games. Yes. So they take uh -huh. these games and then demake them into, you know, sort of older versions. And one of my favorite ones was Team Fortress 2D. Or I, don't, I don't know if that's its exact name, but they made the whole game with all nine classes, but it's in 2D, not 3D. So, if they did Man, a prequel. imagine if we had some of those right here in our studio. <laughs> it's true. You were yeah. talking about uh, maybe doing oh, some Oh, I legitimately didn't yeah. get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm on board. Welcome to Earth, Go Farm. <laughs> you know, you mentioned D-makes and uh -huh. sort of like retro looks. That the, the sort of retro pixel art look is very hot right now. It is. And I'm very happy about that. There's a couple uh, iPad games that you and I are both enjoying yep. right now. One of them is Wizorb, uh, which is like Arkanoid with RPG elements, and it's awesome. It was previously released on Steam, and it's a PlayStation Mini, I believe. Uh, yeah, an Xbox Indie, I yeah. think. Now it's on iPad and iPhone, and it's awesome. Yep. It's really, really good. Wizorb's great. And then there's also... 10 million yes. is this game, and it's spelled with the actual just numbers, so 1 and 0, 0, 0, 0. How many I zeros is that? I can't count the number of zeros that Seven is. 7 zeros. <laughs> Really? You like Rain Man? Wow. <laughs> no, I don't think that quite is on the same level as Rain Man. Okay, good point. I'm gonna raise, spill your, these. raise your hand if you're single. I'm gonna, I'm, just, 
<laughs> give us. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> um, give, us, give us the 30 second spiel on 10 million. Sure. So, 10 million is a puzzle RPG hybrid. It's like Puzzle Quest, or, uh, you know, there's been a few games like that. But uh, its core mechanic is sort of sliding rows and columns, which I think Chuzzle did that. Um, so, which you slide. That's the a gross. Real game. It's, a, it's a pop Chuzzle. cap game. How gross does the game Chuzzle sound? <laughs> yeah. And how close is that oh, to man, some... Oh, man, my girl came over last night and we totally chuzzled. Right? <laughs> is it a verb? Have you ever chuzzled that? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to chuzzle that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue <laughs> with our 30-second spiel on okay. 10 million. B-roll! So, <laughs> so you slide rows and columns and you have to match up three. And if you match, like, three swords, you do damage. Or if you match three, you know, items, you might get an item. And uh, You so guys can't see how awesome it looks yeah, right now. It looks really, really cool. It's got a really, really cool 8-bit really, really cool style. Uh, and then you sort of go until you... Every enemy... You're, you're you're moving left to right, and every enemy that hits you moves you farther and farther back. And uh, you know, if you fall off the back of the screen, then you lose. So you're really trying to survive as long as you can. And uh, you earn these, uh, like you know, stone and wood and gold, and you spend that to buy power-ups and uh, you know, equip your character and get more powerful weapons and achievements. So 10 million is a uh, it's it's legit. Yeah, it's been Sounds on the app store a little bit, but it's kind of blowing up just now. Um, we're cheap. Yeah, it's uh, one ninety nine, I think. I hope. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one ninety nine. That's so. what Wizorb is too. I yeah, and we're gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be doing some more stuff about it soon. But uh, check it out. Thanks, Justin. Uh huh. <laughs> Amazing. So we may have our first look at Wii U box art, mm. and this is what it looks like. Wow. What do we think? Obviously, this is the same Assassin's Creed three art we've seen. It is now with this blue and yellow stuff at the top, which. As Andrew Goldfarb pointed out. Who? Andrew Goldfarb. <laughs> <laughs> Looks very similar to the top of the GameCube box art. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was cool. the first thing I thought when I saw it. Yeah. it it's definitely sort of, uh, I would imagine that's trying to throw back to the GameCube box art. And what I like about it, I don't know if you have the pictures here, um, the Target and GameStop listing showed that it's the case itself, the box, is that light blue color. Oh, um, yeah. Like yeah like, I didn't print out that photo. But yeah, you so like they're that? sort of like, well, I mean, it's I mean, interesting. Those have to sit in your apartment. Like. <laughs> True. Well, so I you mean, don't like it. <laughs> I mean, I hadn't heard that part. I didn't realize yeah. that the plastic was supposed to be that same color too. Uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm not a fan of that. If really? that's, if that's uh, it's case. iconic. Like I just I like when people do that because like you know the Xbox. If I see a green DVD case, I know it's the original Xbox. If I see a transparent, you see one, the I thing know is that that's true. They, that was carried on from the original Xbox. It had the green color scheme. And right, right. Wii boxes are white. Yes. So they're not getting that same sort of. Yeah, legacy. It should be like white with blue stripes or something. Well, they had to do at least one thing to differentiate this system from the last one. <laughs> this is it. Blue boxes, <laughs> which worked out really well for the Vita. Yeah. Do we yeah. know? Um, do they say what size they are? Are they going to be normal DVD size? Just DVD size. It looks so. like yeah. I'm a big fan of four feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> That's not practical at all. I can't even fit those in my Civic. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that I'm crazy about this. Yeah, the yellow. Yeah, the yellow. Part. I don't like the yellow band. Yeah. yeah, I think why why not just leave it clean blue? I don't know what they're doing. Oh. Um, I think it's kind of interesting seeing like a a new box art type revealed because when I mean this might be one of the last times that happens. Like I mean. True. How many physical boxes are there really going to be moving forward? So well, yeah. there'll be the PlayStation Four and the Durango, Those and then will that will probably be it. Nintendo themselves are rolling out uh, new Super Mario Brothers Two this yeah, week with a downloadable yeah. option. So yeah. that's really the first for them too. So I assume we, I think they've said Wii U is the same thing. Also, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. So. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. I actually kind of like this box art for Avengers Battle for Earth. Yeah, it's cool. I have no idea if this game will be any good, but good on good on you. Ubisoft. Good on Ubisoft. <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is Single. <laughs> <laughs>
we have a, uh, a question from listener Kevin Garaventa. It's a beautiful name. Good right? name. Yeah. It's Italian? What does it mean in Italian? Sure. He says, hey guys, <laughs> he's got a question about the Ouya. You remember, you remember the Ouya. I do. I've heard of it. Ouya, I do. With more and more news coming, about, <laughs> coming out about the Ouya, I, I really don't like saying that name. No, no it's not easy. Yep. It's, and it's open-ended programming possibilities. Do you think it could finally be a way to easily emulate some of our favorite old games that would otherwise never see the light of day again? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because it's an Android console. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's the, you know we were talking about this a little bit earlier before we flipped the cameras on, and uh, it is an Android console, and there's already Android emulators. So you know I don't know if they'll work exactly one to one, or if the architecture will be exactly the same. But uh, yeah, I mean there's already emulators for a lot of old consoles on there. It's a pretty powerful device. It's got a Tegra chip in there, so uh, a Tegra three uh, Nvidia chip. So it'll probably run. You know, I, I don't know what generation that'll get them up to, but certainly, you know, any older games will be able to run on there flawlessly, I would imagine. Yeah, we've there's been a couple announcements like this game will be a, a launch title for the Final Ouya. Fantasy III. Yeah, Final Fantasy III. Yeah. Like but what it gets already that's so arbitrary. Exactly. I on day one, every game that's ever been released will be a launch title yes. for, yeah. for the well, Ouya. So it actually becomes a little bit uh, you know, emulators and, you know, ROMs are obviously not legal, but uh, you know, if I have a big stack of NES games and I want to play them on my computer, I usually don't feel too bad about hooking something like that up. But on Ouya, if those games do become available, if companies like Square Enix get on board, you know, they're releasing more of their games on the platform, mm -hmm. then that's more, like if you have the option to buy it. Um, I don't know, what's your thought on games that you just have no way of playing otherwise? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm probably kind of okay with it. I mean, I, I don't think morals and law probably always stack kind up. kind of. Mm -hmm. That's okay. very, yeah, I'm making some you, equivocations You tell there. the cops you're uh, just saying that. <laughs> probably, but not definitely. No, I think, uh, I think uh, you know, morals and law aren't always the same, and they don't always match up. And if there's a game you can't buy, you have no way to play it, um, it's still illegal to download a ROM of it. You're not allowed to do that, but I don't think, I think, you'd, I don't think many people would have a moral problem with it. And isn't it a shame, if, like, in the situation that you're describing, where a game is, it's old and the the people the company that made it is no longer in business. It doesn't belong to anyone anymore. There's no way to legally own the yeah. game. Isn't that a shame that nobody is playing that? Somebody, yeah. you know, a group yeah. of people spent part of their lives making this product, and now it's it's just gone. Nobody's it's playing it. It's effectively dead yeah. to the world. Like even old songs and stuff like that, they'll you'll find ways of hearing them. Yeah, sure. I think the idea of anything being lost like that—that's part of why I uh, you know like ROMs and like emulators—is because it sort of preserves this stuff for the future. Um, I've been reviewing cell phone games for a long time, and I used to review flip phone games, like old games on Java flip phones. And those games were not great. They're not, you know, it's not like these are classics that people are going to want for years and they're years. They're not and an 8.5. Mm -mm. They're not an 8.5. <laughs> um, you know, they're no Wizard. Um, but it's still strange to me that, you know, hundreds of people made these mobile phone games, these cell phone games, for. You know, uh, years for five, ten years, and they're just gone now. Those are yeah, yeah those are gone forever. Or like they're the Clickwheel iPod games. Like yeah, people click develop those games. games. Like exactly. Who's... There's these weird oddities that you know things like emulators can preserve and ROMs can preserve that uh, you know you can't buy them anymore. You can't find them anymore. The companies are all out of business, mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that is just strange to me. Like if you have a physical cart, you know you could you can hold on to that forever. But as things go digital. You know, I'm I'm glad to sort of see some people keeping up the. There's there's always like one or three weird dudes a year who are like, oh, I'm bringing back those click wheel games. I'm doing this project. <laughs> yeah, there's still a Dreamcast. I've, game I got a Kickstarter project yeah. to bring back the click wheel <laughs> games. <laughs> what were your favorite games like when they were worse? Let's find out. Yeah, Square Enix made like a Final Fantasy game for click wheel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some good games weird. on the click wheel iPod actually. Yeah. Like what? 
There's a game called Song Summoner where uh, it was like Final. It wasn't that Final or Square. Oh, that might be the one I'm thinking. Of, it was like Final Fantasy yeah. Tactics where you. Uh, I mean, it was like that. It was a three-fourths overhead view, and you moved your soldiers around to turn-based battles. But the stats of your soldiers were determined by the songs on your iPod. Like a song would become a soldier in the game, and it would really? algorithmically like make that. So soldier. like. What was the old game, Monster Rancher? It was, uh, it was a little bit yeah, like Yeah, or you'd put a music CD in your PlayStation and it would generate a monster yeah. based on the music. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's pretty cool. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I kind of want to play that now. <laughs> okay, so let's actually start a Kickstarter to bring back Sure. Songs yeah, I want to see what kind of monster LL Cool J's mama said knock you out would create. <laughs> that song specifically and nothing more. <laughs> That's the only song in your app. How much money? How much? Shut the Kickstarter down. We've, we've reached our we've goal. We've reached our 99 cent <laughs> goal. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Hi, listeners. Sorry, I was, I was, I'm getting back into it. <laughs> segments cut together. I don't know what's happening. Listeners and viewers, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like David Dominguez Gadsen did. Ooh, good Great name. Yeah. David says, uh, it seems your reaction to both the names Ouya and Wii U are similar. But if you had to choose just one, which would it be and which are you more excited for? Wii U. So the name. Yeah. You like the Wii U better than Yeah, Ouya. that's already something I know. I'm used to it. Ooh, yeah. yeah, sounds like something Marines are shouting right <laughs> Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I guess I'd, I'd, to, I'd give a slight edge to Wii U over Ouya. Yeah. Yeah. Ouya's yeah. bad, but I mean, Wii U is also really bad. It what? isn't like, really bad. It's, well, it's, it's, pretty, it's like PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 3. It's piggybacking off what already worked. But we all got over how bad the Wii sounded at first. Sure. Yeah, Alright, yeah, what, yeah. what about this? Which one do you guys think we'll actually have to talk about more in the next two oh, years? Oh, Wii U, oh, Wii U, for sure. Yeah. Wii U. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you don't think Wii U you know, will be a, actually be a big deal? I mean, yeah, I, I, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll be writing stories like Wii U not selling, Wii U in last place, Wii U not doing good, <laughs> Wii U no longer exists. What names, what names did they reject when they were trying to come up with the name of their console, when they came to Ouya? Yippee ki like motherfucker. I know, like they had like, <laughs> their meetings, they're like, okay, we've narrowed it down to, to three names. We have mm-hmm. Twirtle. We have <laughs> or Ouya. I think Chuzzle was taken. All the good names Chuzzle, are taken. Yeah. All the good names are taken. Wow. Damon, what, what, what would you, you're, you and me are going to go out and make a system. You know, right now. What are we going to call it? We're not doing that. That's not our job. Okay. Our job is just to make the play cube. Just make one. The play cube would work. Yeah. Yeah. Just call it that. Playbox. The play. Bo- <laughs> the game square. The playbox four. It's an Android. <laughs> Where were the first three? No one knows. The cheetah. Ooh. Yeah. Was that? They used to have cool names for consoles. The the game or the Dreamcast was codenamed Katana, that's and that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's right? awesome. That was a great name. Yep. The Jaguar was actually named the Jaguar. It was yes. not awesome. Eh, it's an okay name though. So. Not an okay controller. <laughs> <laughs> that was too many buttons for me. Jaguar. 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 Uh, this is Andrew Hanwell. He has three questions. I'm getting a little little greedy, greedy there. But a little, <laughs> little, a little, More a little. than a little. Greedy times three. I will allow it. Number one. Yeah, that's not how greed works. Look at how, look how buffy is. Yeah, you know, can see it now. Buff. No, no. It's, it's all, like, like this is you, all food. You wanna, yeah, you want to keep pretending you're fat. Keep it, it just up. I wonder if I can do a side-by-side comparison. Well, that, that helps right in now. my favor for sure. Anyway. <laughs> Andrew Hanwell, <laughs> number one. with an old version of you, jackass. <laughs> not with me. <laughs> no, <that's> not <laughs> no yes. Uh, clearly. There was a, is there any way to do a side-by-side comparison? Type A person is fat. Is type B if fat only as we well? could show what people can see right now with their own eyes, <laughs> unless they're listening. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Bad Watch Game Scoop. Yeah, oh, back to you. Here we go. Number one. Next time Goldfarb is on Game Scoop, 
Can you upgrade him to the couch? He works so hard. (laughs) Someday. You know, like we said yesterday, if you get to the studio sooner, maybe you'll get a spot on the couch. I'm always the last one here because I'm usually writing a story and I like run up. I was out of breath when I came out. (laughs) Brian and I are just bouncing tennis balls off the wall. Is he implying that people on the couch don't work hard? (laughs) No, no, no. It's just because absolutely. (laughs) You're his boss too, right? (laughs) Uh, I tell him to sit there. Question number two, Damon. How do you do your hair? Well, I'll tell you, Andrew. I take a shower in the evening, and then I, I put it forward, and I let it dry that way, and then I sleep on it. And not that number one helps to flatten it out a little bit. I have very wavy hair. Number two, it gives time for my natural oils to return to my hair because your natural oils actually make your hair look really cool. When you wash it, it cleans your hair, but it also dries it out. Mm. And, and when then, you come in in the morning, it's not done. Yeah, and because you go to the bathroom I ride, for one second and you come out and it's perfect. Like the man of steel himself. Yeah, if I ride my scooter like to work and my helmet would flatten it again. So mm-hmm. when I get to work, I put a little product in it and I use the Axe Messy Paste or the Messy Look Paste. And mm. that's just a matter of running my fingers through it a couple of times and then I get this. I wish it I looks good. That. Yeah. I, I take the shower in the morning. That's exactly what I do night. with my hair. Take it in the what that, was also, that? that also saves me time in the morning. Because I like to just roll out of bed. Then my hair gets all poofy. And no, but I sent you that, that product. Well, the, that? Morning head. I could use morning, morning head. head. Yeah, there's a thing called morning head. I love morning yeah. head. <laughs> Have you seen this product? It's awesome. No. It's like a shower cap that you pour yeah. a little bit of water in in the morning and then. You simply add water to it, rub it around, make sure that water absorbs, and you put it on your head. Once it's on your head, you rub it around for a few seconds. Voila, your hair is wet. Like you just got out of the shower. You do this, and then you put it on your head and do this, and it just wets your hair. Yep. It doesn't get water all over you or the sink or anything like that. Oh, and then you weird. can style it like that. I will buy morning head. Fine. Yeah. Let's do a video of you. I've always been paying for morning head, if you know <laughs> what I mean. I never had to pay for morning head. <laughs> just in the morning, specifically? Yeah. Okay. Uh, At night, everybody's drunk. They don't care. <laughs> How are we doing on time here? Andrew's Great. third question is, can you throw in some random B-roll of the NES game Commando? It's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> There's a soundtrack for the B-roll. Okay. <laughs> uh, Altano made a soundtrack okay, for the B-roll so yesterday. Thinking I'm, I showing, I'm showing the B-roll now, do maybe you should provide more of the soundtrack. Shooting all the babies! Shooting babies! Baby war! They were marines, but war broke them. And their only enemy were children of the night. Babies of the day! Stop killing us! And we're back. Uh... This is Aiden. Actually, he goes by Sexy, Sexy Panther Time. Oh, okay. Well, well, who doesn't? Know. So he doesn't like go by Aiden anything now. No one's calling him that. You know, yesterday How do you tell a girl you like her? <laughs> 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 yesterday we were talking about the song summoner, the, I, the iPod click. Yeah, the game. click wheel. Yeah, click wheel game. Uh, he reminds us that it is still available for I, iPhone, for uh, iPod Touch. It's in iTunes. It's $10, though. What? Yeah, no, it's called, the song is well, called that's Song That's a square summoner. thing, yeah. Does it have a simulated like, click wheel? I don't know. Maybe yeah. it does, actually. It's not no it? buy. I, I, like, I understand the new format, and yet I was like, how did he write in about that already? <laughs> what? And I realized, yeah. The future. The scoops come so They're quickly inside now. the show with us. <laughs> yeah, it's true. This is Robin Holm. It's Robin from Stockholm. Oh, so you think he's like, is he abbreviating? Like, I don't know. But he says it's Greg America. Greg America? Isn't that how like, like Leonardo da Vinci was from Vinci? Isn't that how that worked? Am I this making that sit up? on the couch. Would that be battalion? <laughs> yes. No, what? Anyway. I don't know. Okay. Is that your race? It's where you are. Anyway, Robin says, uh, <laughs> it's not I was Ryan Erzy. Right. 
I was just wondering. I have a thought. It's that I have a worry close friend. He downloads games sometimes, and I get kind of angry. And when I say to him, "Stop downloading games," <laughs> he's like, "I don't care. He don't care about the makers of the games. Doesn't get any money." Am I weird that I say him to stop? Well, you, if you he, say it like that, you're a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's from Stockholm. I just like, he kicks Ang- in the door. He's like, "Stop downloading these games." He's like, "85 percent. You can't stop me." He's like, "I'm gonna pull the cord out." It's a whole so action movie sequence. He's obviously talking about pirating games. Yes. Because yes. downloading games isn't really a problem. We download games to our Xbox and our PlayStation. Throws his camera computer out the window. Yeah, I don't know. If, if your friend doesn't care about uh, compensating people for his entertainment, I, I guess he's just kind of a jerk. Yep. I don't know, like, what yep. are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Stop he doesn't care friends. about STDs either, so the, <laughs> the world will catch him someday. Stop downloading Karma. those STDs to your groin. <laughs> I don't care about the people I'm going to be sleeping with in the future. This is Ben O'Donnell. Uh, he wants to know, this is a more serious question. Oh, okay. Would Sony be wise to release Orbis before Durango, even if it means pushing their expected release date forward to try to get a push on sales? Is this the entirety of the question? Well, at least that much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know it's similar to what you were talking about. Suspicious yeah. double-dipping situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's totally it's totally in their favor to do that. They have to be, I think, out in front competing with Microsoft this time. So that was Microsoft had a head start this generation. Yep, yes. and, and that's the whole reason. A big, big help. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was you know the Xbox 360 was overheating and breaking and stuff, but it was the only thing on the market, so people were buying it, and they had HD TVs all of a sudden. They wanted to see it was awesome a full pictures. Year of head start. On yeah, the PlayStation and that, 3. that was like. And then when the PlayStation 3 finally came out, they were like six hundred dollars. You'll get a second job right, and to play <laughs> Resistance: Fall of Man. It was alongside yeah. the Wii too, and the Wii caught on so quickly and was sold. Yeah. Yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like, well, this is all. This, this is the same company that just launched a, a, a system in February. So, yeah, plus not the smartest. Know. We're hearing a lot more about <laughs> the. You launch it. I don't know. Maybe before the holidays instead of oh, after. That's good. Yeah. That's We're just. It's a little cheat code. <laughs> selling some shit. <laughs> We're hearing a lot more about the Orbis than or about the Drango than the Orbis. You know. Yes. Well, yeah. you know, We're not Sony seeing photos of Orbis dev kits. Mm-hmm. But historically, Sony has been locked down on rumors and leaks and stuff, so that's probably why yeah. we're not seeing they it. Never they leak. never leak. Nothing ever leaks. <laughs> it's also that Sony, um, they own a lot of their studios, too. Like, I mean, they have more... Microsoft doesn't have as many yeah. owned studios, and I think these leaks are more coming from third parties. Yeah. So, I mean, it might just be that Orbis development kits aren't out as, as widely as, as Durango. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, now we are joined by Japanese game enthusiast Caleb Lawson. Oh, is that my title now? Yes. Okay. I have deemed it so to talk about a Japanese game, a troubled Japanese game called The Last Guardian. Uh, obviously, The Last Guardian was announced back in 2009, has been delayed several times. It's, it's, it's had some problems. And then today we learned that its trademark has apparently been abandoned. We saw this news on website Trademarkia, which Mitch doesn't think is a real thing. Cannot possibly be a real, real thing. Uh, since the planet where trademarks come from. Yeah. Uh, the listing says on Monday, August 6th, 2012. That was this week. It was Monday. Yep, Monday. Status on the Last Guardian trademark changed to abandoned, no statement of use files. First of all, what does this mean? It means that someone should go buy it right now. Yeah. <laughs> go, go buy it. Go buy it and release the Last Guardian yourself. Yep. To be fair, I think it says you can apply. Right. Yes, exactly. I think we don't know what it means. I mean, I, they. This could be like, oh, we gave up on this project, but I feel like that's probably not the case because that you know we've heard from Shuei Yoshida, we've heard from so many Sony executives that it is still in development. 
but it's not good. I mean, I think you were saying from some cursory research, it seems like this at least indicates it won't be coming out before 2013. Yeah, I mean, like, none of us are trademark law experts, so, you know. Oh, well, Mitch, oh, Mitch, that's why we brought Mitch on today. But <laughs> Canadian trademark law is different than that's US true, trademark true. law. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, but just from, you know, five minutes of, of a little bit of research and digging in a bit. Um, what were your I mean, findings? So, yeah, so apparently, the, that a company can file an extension on their trademark for up to three years. And um, this is actually all according to Twitter user Superannuation, who's kind of a, an internet sleuth. Sleuth. They could talk to um, also. Yeah, apparently the notice of allowance for Last Guardian was issued in January 2010, meaning that three years would be up in January 2013. And a company can hold the trademark for, and extend it for that period of time as long as they ha they're able to provide an example of commercial use, which means that if the game wasn't going to come out before, or I guess before January 2013, then there was no point in continuing to try to extend it, I guess is what I was able to figure out. Can they still renew it? So they can, uh, they can I guess, <laughs> they buy it again. For, they can, they can, <laughs> yeah, they can reapply for it. Okay. So I guess it's either, yeah, I mean, it's, it's lapsed and maybe they just need to reapply. So is it possible that this just indicates that Last Guardian is not coming out in the US? Or that the name has changed? That's, it could be any of those Maybe, yeah. yeah. Name change is one big po possibility, right? Yeah. But I the immediate signal is like, oh, this game is dead. Like, this game is not happening now. Because it's been troubled for some that's time. That's the worst I mean, case scenario. How also, likely do you guys think the name change would be? I can't imagine at this point. Or maybe, in, unless that game was basically canceled and then started over and right. it has become something totally yeah, yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone on NeoGAF pointed out this could also be an indicator that the original trademark, which was for a PlayStation 3 game, maybe is no longer the case. Maybe this is Vita, maybe this is next gen. I mean, it depends on how specific the trademark got. I mean, no one's seen that game for years. I mean, I remember like Ryan Clements saw yeah, it in I feel like Japan. it was like 2000, early 2010. Ago. Was that TGS 2010? Yeah. Or was he no, TGS I think he just, just went, went. It was, yeah, yeah, was, That was like two years ago. Because yeah. it wasn't at TGS 2011. It wasn't right. at E3 2011. It wasn't at it wasn't anything this E3 year. 2012, yeah. yeah. Gameplay has never been shown publicly. It's just been trailers. Just yeah. Here's yeah. a dog, cat, flying yeah, yeah. rabbit thing and a yeah. kid. Well, so w people were excited about it because of the developer's pedigree, right? Sure. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the guys made uh, Eco, which you just said is your favorite game of all yeah, time. Yeah, I will go on record saying Eco is absolutely my favorite game of all time. I've actually never played Eco, but I played Shadow of the Colossus. Same here. Yeah. Of course. And uh, like that's, you know, probably one of the ten greatest games that's ever been made. One of the games that should be in every gamer's library. You yeah, know? I so. think both those games are just super, super personal, and mm -hmm. people have really personal reactions to them. Um, which is sort of why Eco is my favorite game of all time, because of the personal reaction I had to it. Um, you know, I think a lot of people will sit down to play it after hearing me say this, and they'll be like, oh, it's four to six hours long, and you're just a little boy escorting a girl. But right, there, there's Team Eco in both of those games really did, I think, strike a chord with gamers, mm -hmm. um, a real interesting emotional chord that a lot of times games don't, aren't able to hit. Mm -hmm. And those games are both available in the HD collection yep. on yes, the PlayStation sir. 3, so and they they're easy to play. Now. And they look awesome. And yeah, actually. buy that. Buy that thing. It's awesome. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If, at this point, if it's still in development, do you think they should, uh, it should be like a PlayStation 4 game? Sure. I, don't, I mean, Why not? I feel like it, it wouldn't, it probably can't look good if, it was, if it's been right. developed since 2009 and then they suddenly expect it to be on next gen. It's like it probably hasn't been developed yeah. at Eco that was resolution. Eco was like, a PS1 game. Mm. Eco came out on the PS2. I think the resolution was 320 by 240. Oh my god! God. Okay. Yeah, because it was in development for PS1. I mean, that would make a really amazing launch title if it's. I mean, if we assume it's the same game that we all expect it's going to be, where you're that kid and the animal, and you had all this. You have your wacky wild castle adventures. Like, 
we all kind of want that, and to have that as a next-gen launch title would be awesome. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like an iOS game, Wacky Wild Castle. Well, I'm sure <laughs> that's <laughs> that one to take it to the bank. You were just talking about Rule 34. I think there's another yes. rule where like, if you, you can put any co combination of words together, and there's an iPhone game. Yeah. That's that, like, like Crazy Farmer Ninjas has got to be. Oh like, my god, I would play that. Yeah, I've got your iPhone game, right? Also, just to clarify, I was talking about Rule 34 as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> not, not as any kind of and now everyone's expert. Googling, like, The Last Guardian and Rule 34. Yeah. Oh my god. It's all over. I'm sure no. that, yeah. <laughs> if, if that doesn't exist, Eco surely does. Well, speaking of another game that has its problems, maybe not as dire problems, but Bioshock Infinite also. Ugh. Yeah. Is, uh, you said dire and I got excited. That's me. Dire problems. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> That's funny. Did you know, I never heard the first, everyone has the same favorite word. Really? Their own name. Mm. I've heard that before. Deep. Uh, anyway, Bioshock Infinite. It was supposed to come out this October. And then yes. was delayed until next year. wasn't shown at E3. It's not going to be shown next week at Gamescom. No. So that didn't sound great because we still haven't seen much of that game, right? So we've seen like very like scripted demos. We've yeah. seen things that are like very clearly being manipulated in a certain way, like hitting scripted moments. And we watched hands-off demos at. Um, I watched one at E3 2011. I think there was one at Gamescom last year also. But, um, but yeah, it, it's. Like, it looks great, it looks really interesting and ambitious, but we've never been able to play it, and we've never really seen moments of it that seem like it would be a normal game right. to sit down and play and manipulate but yourself. When they delayed it, I mean, they pretty much said that they weren't going to show it at any of the trade shows. Yes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They said, um, there's a quote from Ken Levine, he was like, when the next time people see it, we want to be like the product that will be in the box when we ship it. Yeah, so the fact that it's not at Gamescom isn't really that big of a deal. Sure. But, but I mean, it was also, what, like a five-month delay. It was, it was originally and debuted at Gamescom. Yes. Like we first saw, yeah. first saw Gamescom two, two years, ago. years ago. Yeah. But now, yesterday we found out that two of the developers have left Irrational Games. Yep. Uh, yep. And they were pretty important people, it seems yeah. like. The director of product development and then the art director both left the project like before it's done. So that doesn't sound good. I mean, so as Mitch pointed out, um, the art director leaving, I think, is maybe less of a big deal because the art may be mostly done. You know, it's been in development for a long time. Maybe, maybe that was just somebody to move on. Right. Although they did replace him. Sure, um, with the guy who is. Him with the art director from Bioshock, from Bioshock 1. 1. Yes. So Ken Levine uh, tweeted about this. He said, uh, Scott Sinclair, art director of Bioshock 1, is back in the art director's chair for Infinite to bring it home. So, that's, I mean, so it does sound like there's still work to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, I think the bigger problem is um, the other gentleman, Gerritsen, I think his last name is? Tim Gerritsen. Yeah, so he was like the director of day-to-day -day operations. He was basically there like making sure people were doing what he they were doing. He uh, oversaw the product development division of the company, directly managed the content creators for Bioshock Infinite. Wow, so that's somebody, that's a high you know, up role. especially yeah. while they're in crunch trying to hit a release date, like it's not good for that person to step away, I, I would assume. Have they know? filled that position yet? Uh, they haven't publicly. Not publicly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would assume Ken Levine is just there He's supervising that, right? a more yeah, hands-on way. Yeah. 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 Andrew, you're a Bioshock super fan. Where do you stand today on Bioshock Infinite? Like on what I think of it, or if I think it will come out? All of that. Um, I'm still really excited about it. I think it it seems think incredibly ambitious. You think and it'll really deliver? Cool. I hope it can. I mean, I don't know. I I I will admit that it it is. It does make me nervous that we haven't seen it and played it, you know, it, because it's been for so long in development. Right. Like, I, I don't know. I, I have faith that it will come out someday. I, I don't, I'm not positive that it will come out on February 26th. 
God, it looks cool, though. Doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Before we run to lunch, we have an email here from Luke Slade. He says, the other day you were talking about Wizard for iOS. I noticed it was a PlayStation Mini. I don't have an iPhone or iPad. I assume it is the same game. Would you recommend it, or does it need to be played on a touchscreen? No, Luke, Wizorb is great on whichever platform. It's also on uh, Steam if you want to play it on PC. Uh, this is an awesome 8-bit Arkanoid-style game with RPG elements. So whatever platform works best for you, play it as a PlayStation Mini. That game is great. You know the story behind this, right? This is how they got installed. Yeah, this was their Trojan horse. I, I still don't understand how this left the laboratory. And people were like, kids will love this. Have you seen the Japanese one? It's like white. It's so yeah. pretty. Yeah. I, and that never sipped with Famicom, so it's like the rarest thing. Huh. So yeah, there's... I thought that was cool. That's good music, too. It's great music, yeah. That's awesome. I don't know why it says Robot Child. I like I love the little NES controller holder there. So he has the test, direct mode, and then the types of the game. Is Play this the, game? the original, like, US version of the game? Does I, it, did, was the title screen really Robot Gyro? I don't I don't know what's going on with that. That doesn't make sense to me. It must, it must, they must just not have changed it. Because it's sticker, so early. The sticker on the cart says Gyro Mode. Yeah. That says Gyro Mode. Right? Hmm. Well, we have arrived at the end of Gamescoop episode 255. I've been hosting Gamescoop for six years. I've had my hetero life mate Greg Miller at my side for five of those years. Hard to believe. It is hard to believe. Five and a half. Uh, yeah, Come five on. and a half. Don't, don't shortchange me on my hard right. time here at IGN. I never would. Uh, yeah, it was it was time for a change. Uh, we thought this would be a good way to uh, sort of mix things up, give you more Gamescoop uh, more often on a daily basis, reach a wider audience so we can now get the show onto YouTube. Uh, and we still provide the same, uh, you know, hour-long audio podcast every Friday that, that people have loved. How'd it go for you, Damon? What'd you think of this week? I'm really excited about this. This is fun. This is yeah. fun, yeah. But I want to know what you guys think about it. Uh, you can Remember, you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com. Email us. Let us know what you think about the new format. Uh, if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them. You can also follow Greg and I on Twitter. We're very active there, and we, we, we like to engage with you guys there. I'm assuming you're, put, you're going to put the words there. Yeah, man, don't think so. <laughs> what am I touching, David? <laughs> I'm touching nothing! <laughs> I put a, a male cross up there. You were um, and also, you guys have probably heard by now that Greg Miller recently received some news. I did, Damon. Yep. I've been diagnosed with cancer. Uh, it's Hodgkin's lymphoma. They should cut to this camera. i got to be ready for it this time. I can see it in the corner. Hodgkin's lymphoma. Don't freak out. Uh, I put up a blog yesterday about it. Uh, you know, it, it was weird to write it, Damon, because I was thinking, you know, it wasn't weird and it was, right? Like, I'm writing this blog and I'm writing about it, you know, telling you, the viewer, you, the listener, you, the IGN reader, about what's happening with me. And I wasn't trying to do it from a conceited place of like, you know, well, I'm Greg Miller and everyone needs to know about me. But it's like I always tell you, if you're new to the show, thanks to being on you know, YouTube and video now, I've been saying for years on podcasts, if you listen to the podcast, if you read the blog, if you follow us on Twitter, you're not just a fan, you're our friend. You, you, know, you know the most about us. Like, I mean, you, you know, old school uh, GameScoop fans, remember I broke my divorce on a GameScoop and stuff like that and all that stuff. And like, This we, is yeah, episode 
episode 255, fans have been listening to us talk about our lives for 255 hours. <laughs> you so yes, poor bastard. You know a little something about us. Yeah, yeah. So was, I wanted to make sure that when I got the news and I started telling my family and the, you know my friends in my phone book that I was able to express it to you guys too. Because like you know for me especially this week sucked because it was like okay, we're doing this new Game Scoop thing and I've been your co-host, your, your, your Robin to your Batman forever, and like I wasn't on two of the shows. And one of them I think was an actual conflict with uh, uh, Beyond, which we're changing, and then the other one was I had to go to the doctor and I had to do all this other stuff. And so I don't want, if that, if that has to happen down the path, I mean like I want to make sure people know why that's happening. It's not that I don't have, you know, my dedication to IGN hasn't waned, I'm not going anywhere. I'm definitely not going to die. Don't worry about that. It was one of those things some people hear cancer, they think the worst, damn it. It's definitely not that. Hodgkin's lymphoma is like one of the most curable cancers from what I've been told. I still don't have my staging. I'm going through all the tests right now to figure out what stage of uh, lymphoma I have and all that jazz. But even if it's stage four or whatever, I'll get through it and I'll be fine. I wanted to thank you personally. Uh, you know, I put it up yesterday and I was a bit naive about it. Like it was one of those things where I was like, I, in my head I'm like, I'm going to put up this blog. It's going to explain stuff, and then there'll be comments, and then I'll just go about my day. I'll go back to putting, building PS3 and building Vita. No. And no, I put it up, and then it was just like, you know, every time I looked at Twitter, there was like 100 new tweets about it. The, I was trying to answer every one of the comments on the blog, and then it got up to like in the 700s, and then there were emails and direct messages and phone calls and texts and stuff, and it really blew me away. Thank you so much for your support. Like, you know, it's yeah. one of those things. I'm always here for you. I, it's, it means a lot to me to know that you're always here for me. I like the, the way David Jaffe put it. Yeah. Uh, he said, he referred to it as a speed bump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, you will, that you will overcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's true. It's the, you know, our, our, our Greg is a, is a strong... I'm, I'm good Midwestern stock. Positive, positive right. guy, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it will be a, a, you know, a crappy thing that we all have to deal with for, you know, the next six months. But uh, we'll get through it. Sure, of course. Sure. Thank you very much, listeners. Uh, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. This is uh, IGN. How do we end this again? Thank you, Greg. There it is. <laughs> do you want to go through everybody who was on the show this, oh, this yeah. week? Yeah, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you guys, everybody. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameCube. And we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.